0: For when we're alone I mean, when you're alone like like we're alone You're either or neither I I tell you again, it don't apply Death or life Or life or death Death is life and life is death I gotta use words when I talk to you but, But if you understand or you don't That's nothing to me And nothing to you We all gotta do what we gotta do And under this little philippic, as it may be, is a picture of one of my favorite uh, culture heroes, Anotin Artaud. I don't know if you know anything about the life of Artaud or who he was or what he looked like, but first of all, he was crazy. He was crazy, and he was an opium head, and he was a Frenchman, and he lived during the 20s and the 30s, and he kind of lived during the 40s and I think a little bit during the 50s. And in the 20s when he was a young man, he was so beautiful that they almost used him to play Joan in Joan of Arc. And he wrote crazy poems. And during his life when he wasn't committing himself to an insane asylum, committing himself, which is a very interesting act of life, to decide that not only are you insane, but that you have decided that you are insane not only on your own terms, but on everybody else's terms. And commit yourself forthwith. He came up with a very interesting idea of theater. And he wrote a little book called The Theater and Its Double. And he called it The Alchemical Theater. And his theory is very simple. And it has a lot to do with death. Because for some reason at this moment we seem to be talking about death a little bit. The fact is is that we all know, and we've talked often about the fact that most of us, or all of us, or a large percentage thereof, are living in illusion, are living as much a life of death as a dead man, because we have such a minute idea of what life is really all about. And so, in many ways, according to many authors and many thinkers, we actually are the walking living dead. All right, how do we bring ourselves to consciousness? How do we wake ourselves up Well, there are many paths and many ways, and one of them is the theater. And interestingly enough, the fact that the theater can really bring you to waking consciousness is one of the reasons why the theater and all the actors that are part of it have from time immemorial, whether they were dancing the Bachian dances in Greece, or being kicked out of the cathedrals in medieval Europe, or being trundled about on carts in France, or bought to death by federal subsidies in Germany, or starved to death by federal subsidies in America, have always been the pariah. They have always stood outside of society, along with the gypsy and sometimes the Jew. Now, of course, being Jewish isn't necessarily being an actor, but in a sense that's true also, because once you're put outside established society, Don't you notice, for example, that when you find yourself being rejected in some way, that you become terribly conscious of yourself and of your actions and what you look like? Well, intensify that and superimpose that into the existence of the actor. The actor, whether he is on the stage or off the stage, is always constantly aware of the fact of who he is and what he looks like and what he smells like and the amount of space and time in which through his body moves And what the actor can perform and can achieve, according to Artaud, is a realization in very strong, symbolic, clean terms of what life is really all about. And that's why theater today has come so far away from what it used to be. Now, look, the fact is is that you'll hear people all the time talking about ecstasy, about ecstatic living. We'll be talking about it later in the show also. In which, in which life is turned into a dance of love, in which love is turned into a dance, in which you commune with the trees and the animals and all those things that sound so Asian in their own way and are, which are so, so easy and therefore so difficult to achieve. Well, the actor who gets out on the stage and performs a true piece of drama is actually achieving that. He's achieving what Arto calls spectacle, not the psychological drama of a couple of mixed up kids that we have in this kind of post-Chekhov theater that's running rampant in our society today, but the kind of spectacle that the Greeks, not the Romans, because we are the Romans, but the Greeks and some of the medievals came up with. The Japanese no theater, the theater of India in which the tension is not the tension of good against evil, but in a sense good against good, the yearning of the soul for the pure essence of ecstasy. And Arto, that crazy old opium head stood up and wrote, you know, etched, etched on the wall exactly how it could be done. And so they let his mind and his body and his teeth rot away and he died insane. Mother pin arose on me may have been his last words. But remember, baby, remember all the time when you go through those brief moments of consciousness, when you're aware of everything, when everything relates to you, at that moment you're alive and you're an actor dying is fine, but death? Oh, baby,
1: I wouldn't like death if death were good. For when, instead of stopping to think, you begin to feel of it, dying's miraculous. Why? Because dying is perfectly natural, perfectly, putting it mildly, lively. But death? He is strictly scientific and artificial and evil and legal. We thank thee, God Almighty, for dying. Forgive us, O life, the sin of death.